0: two, and they expect you to pick a career. It was an idiotic accident. No 17-year-old lad should die that way. I'd stop trying to pick an argument with the teacher, an ability that the other lads knew might spare us another 30 minutes of taking dictation of the philanthropic works of Jeremy Bentham. The prim little teacher closed the dog-eared university thesis from which he recited. Rather than actually explaining anything, dismissed us with pursed, impatient lips and headed for his lunch. We hurried down the shabby Georgian stairs and burst out onto the pavement for some less stifling air. My friend Tony Byrne spied the master, already turning the key to his small, battered car, and called out, begging for a fast ride to the main school building, a mere three hundred yards from the steps of the annex. Please, sir, me legs are tired. His comic-wheeling plea softened the man's initial reluctance. The lad left the curb in a sprint. Probably didn't see the other car at all. None of us saw the first contact. All we heard was a dull thud and turned to see Tony twisting in the air and making sickening contact with the tarmac. His head bounced and made a second agreement with the ground. He lay quite still. There was no blood. No one was screaming. Only sound is footsteps running. A way to summon help. In minutes, his skin turned a translucent tint of blue. I don't remember anyone crying. I don't remember anyone speaking. There was a siren in the distance.